Hello and welcome. I'm Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. And the city is going to be caught up in a whirlwind of activity here in a few weeks as the Special Olympics USA Games begin. And our guest is going to help us figure out how to take it all in. Today I am joined by Beth Noxie, President and CEO of the Special Olympics USA Games uh, right, taking place right here in Seattle. Beth, welcome. I'm glad Thank to have you. you back. We had you earlier in the year to get ready for this, but now it's here. It's almost here. Yeah. So July 1 through 6, right? July 1 through 6 uh, is when the competitions and events take place. And it's really a, this is actually a pretty big deal for Seattle. Thousands of people will be here for this, uh, the athletes, as well as, I suppose, families and volunteers and ESPN. And th- I mean, this is it's like, a I'm big to, deal. I'm thinking back to the Goodwill Games when they, I think that was, was that Ted Turner came up with that yes. idea because somebody had boycotted an Olympics and somebody had boycotted another Olympics and said, well, let's have our own. And that right. was, I remember that at Husky Stadium in the early 90s or maybe it was 1990. Ni- well, okay. Yeah. So this is as big as that because I went to that. It was huge. It seemed like a well, really. It is as big, uh, if not bigger, and I, I think in many ways possibly more significant. Uh, first of all, we'll have more athletes. Uh, we will have 3,000 athletes plus another 1,000 coaches uh, who will be coming to support their athlete, and they will be bringing with them about 10,000 family members and siblings and friends and fans to cheer them on during the, the competition. Uh, but we're also expecting uh, a about 70,000 people from uh, across the country as well as certainly right here in our region to participate in opening ceremony, uh, attend that, and then uh, participate all week long of the USA Games. Yeah, and so let's just say this right up front. So the opening ceremonies is at Husky Stadium, but some of the events and venues are spread out through around town. A lot of them are at the UW because right. it's a nice facility to have here in town for this, but spread out, right, all over the Puget Sound area. Yes, yeah, so opening ceremony will kick off on July 1st in Husky Stadium. That's a Sunday and that is really the first moment to uh, uh, greet those athletes and show them that incredible uh, Puget Sound region show of support uh, because that filling Husky Stadium is one way to say welcome to Seattle. So that's an exciting opportunity. And that, so people can buy tickets to that right now. Right. This will be a nice opening ceremony like a lot of these big events have, right? You've been you know, planning this be for incredible. a long time. It's going to be awesome. Uh, your Husky Stadium right there on, on Lake Washington. It's going to be a beautiful July day. Uh, I'm, I'm saying it here right now. It's going to be gorgeous. <laughs> that's uh, when the weather turns and does get <laughs> exactly, nice, though. Exactly, right. So uh, tickets are just $20. To, to attend, uh, and uh, we have a phenomenal show lined up, lots of entertainers and, and performers, uh, and then also, also, of course, the most inspiring part is that parade of athletes when those 3,000 athletes and 1,000 coaches come through the Husky Tunnel to uh, come out onto the field. You know, those kind of things are touching. Um, they're kind of inspiring, too, and it makes you proud, especially to That's be right. there, to stand up and clap. For, I mean, and people will be from all over the country, well, all over the world, but but you'll, you know, little sections of, of stadiums, you know, you can tell they must know that guy or here comes some people from, you know, California and their right. delegation stands up and cheers loud. That's really awesome, actually, awe-inspiring. Yeah. It, it is interesting it and is. fun to participate. So that's the first, July 1st, only $20 is actually, because this that Parade of Athletes is cool, but okay, this is 2018. There's a choir going to sing that it has 2018 voices in it. Am I right? It, it, you are absolutely right. Okay. It is just 
awe-inspiring to hear this. So uh, I've been to a couple of rehearsals now and uh, listening to these uh, uh, choir members who are literally from every walk of life in our community. They're all ages, uh, and they have come together with their uh, one voice to perform as really kind of a living backdrop to opening ceremony. And they are going to be performing specifically with uh, a Washingtonian uh, home uh, local boy, Alan Stone, who is an amazing musician. And uh, he'll be singing a, a song called Walk Tall Like Warriors. And the choir, the choir will be singing uh, background with him. It is absolutely stops you in your tracks. Wow, that uh, that sounds exciting. What else can people expect on that opening ceremonies? I mean, is there will be a, a torch lit too, like uh, we're maybe expecting? There'll be lots of the, the traditional elements that you'd expect. Uh, the lighting of the cauldron uh, that ha- has the flame of hope uh, that will burn for Special Olympics. Uh, we'll be raising the Special Olympics flag. You'll hear the, the athlete oath, uh, which I just have to share with you because it is one of those that uh, are words for all of us to live by. And oh, Eunice yeah, Kennedy please. Shriver, who is the founder of Special Olympics, she's the one who first shared this oath uh, 50 years ago, and it still stands true today. And that oath is, let me win, but if I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt. Well, that's beautiful. Isn't that lovely? simple, but man, that says a lot. It sure does. Let me back up here. You mentioned Eunice uh, Kennedy Shriver and and 50 years ago. So let's talk about the history of the Special Olympics Games. Um, Yeah, the Kennedy family, that's where those roots are in the Special Olympics, right? Everybody knows John F. Kennedy. Robert Kennedy has been in the news a lot because it's been 50 years since his assassination, uh, Ted Kennedy. But not everybody knows uh, Eunice Kennedy Shriver or their sister Rosemary, right? What's right. the what's the backstory, I guess, on the Special Olympics? Well, Rosemary uh, had a uh, intellectual disability, and uh, Eunice was uh, a huge champion of Rosemary, as were all of her siblings. But uh, Eunice, especially, uh, was committed to the idea of inclusion from the very beginning. And it was uh, Rosemary's disability that inspired Eunice to uh, host the first uh, uh, event sporting event for uh, kids with intellectual disabilities, and she held it in uh, her backyard, uh, and it was called Camp Shriver, and uh, and that was the first games. Uh, the first Special Olympics World Games were held in 1968 uh, in Chicago, and uh, but it was Eunice who uh, really pushed her brother, JFK, to uh, to sign legislation that provided funding, federal funding, for uh, individuals with intellectual disabilities and support Special Olympics. So now, 50 years later, uh, we have uh, over 5 million Special Olympics athletes worldwide and uh, in 172 different countries. So it's really a spectacular thing that she uh, initiated. That That is pretty cool to think about uh, the emphasis it's had. And let's talk about then the uh, the breadth of it. So how the Special Olympics Games uh, USA is, is specific, right? D- describe right. the difference maybe of how what people think of the Olympics and they think every four years, et cetera. Describe how the Special Olympics Games USA is working. Well, uh, first of all, Special Olympics World Games, uh, they are like the, uh, the Olympics that we think of. Uh, they take place every two years, winter and summer games. Uh, the USA Games are actually only uh, every, uh, every four years because yeah. they're just summer right now. But the USA Games are specifically 
the national competition for all of the athletes, Special Olympics athletes in the United States. So those 3,000 athletes will be coming from every state in the country, and uh, they're coming to Seattle uh, to, to do this competition. So it's, that's why it's so uh, meaningful for our region to host this event because uh, in in four years, in 2022, the USA Games will go to another host city uh, and it will move around the country. So it's going to be a long time before we have this uh, event of this stature back here in this region. So we want to make the most of it. Yeah, and I'm glad uh, we're talking about it because it is unique and it's not something that will come around to Seattle uh, again often or people have to travel. People for this, then travel all over the country. 3,000 athletes, their families, their coaches, and their entourage, I guess, people who are fans. Um, have you been able to, I mean, this has been a long time planning, have you been able to get to know any of these athletes? I suppose there's local ones you've been able to meet. What do they say? What do they, because every four years seems like a long time and there's a lot of training involved. What does it mean to an, an athlete and their family? But I'm thinking, I want to hear about the athlete. Um, the athletes get, are just amazing. Just to get to, because uh, yeah. I love that oath, to get to right. be brave and participate at least. What does that mean? Well, it's so meaningful for them to uh, not only have qualified at the national level and be able to compete at that level, yeah, they've been working for the past two years or better to get to this point. And so for that, uh, that moment to come where they have been uh, selected and qualified to go to another city outside of their home state, uh, and compete is, first of all, that's the really special piece for them. But it's also a chance for them to compete against their peers, uh, certainly some from their home state and others from other states in the country uh, whom they never met before. So they get to make new friends uh, and push themselves to even greater uh, heights when they are competing against uh, other individuals from other states. So it is very meaningful for them. They also love the opportunity to travel and go new places. Uh, I've had the chance to meet a number of the athletes from other parts of the country, and uh, their excitement for seeing all that Seattle and the Puget Sound region has to offer is is just, it's really awesome to watch. They are very, very thrilled to be here. Uh, we are talking with Beth Knox about the Special Olympics USA Games here in Seattle, July 1st through 6th. Coming up soon, the opening ceremony at Husky Stadium, noon, July 1st. Online, people can get tickets for this, right? And learn about more, all where the events are, which events are at locations and times. SpecialOlympicsUSAGames.org, right? That's correct. Okay, I'll say it again. SpecialOlympicsUSAGames.org. It's a great uh, website. It lists all sorts of things. You can get your tickets there. But let's go over some of those uh, venues and some of the... Uh, Events, okay? It's not just, but there are a lot of track and field events at Husky Stadium, but there's a lot of other things too, right? Right. Well, we have 14 different competitions, sports competitions, and half of those competitions will take place at the University of Washington, whether it's track and field or basketball, tennis, bocce, uh, powerlifting, all of those take place at the UW. Yep, powerlifting is uh, like at Meany Theater, in isn't Meany, it? In Meany Hall. The, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a, a, just a spectacular venue for powerlifting. Yeah, It'll that, be great viewing. And so uh, others like water. Uh, so the there's uh, swimming. Swimming, yeah. Swimming will be at the King County Aquatic Center down oh, in Federal Way, what which a great was facility. built for the Goodwill Games. Actually, it's a just a world class facility. Uh, we'll also have uh, softball at Celebration Park in Federal Way, uh, in SeaTac at Angle Lake, which is right next to Alaska Airlines headquarters. By the way, uh, that will host the first 
competition, USA competition of stand-up paddleboarding. Oh, wow, so cool. We have, uh, that'll be very exciting because it is a, a, a pilot program, really, to in- include pi- uh, stand-up paddleboarding Yeah, but that sport has really grown in popularity the last, I don't know, 10 years. That's to right. see that in the Special Olympics, that's a great idea. It and is. It, I think people here in the Northwest love that as much as anywhere in the country, too. So that's kind of cool to have it here. It's a big deal to have it here. So we're so excited to, uh, to, to kick that one off. Stand-up paddleboard at Angle Lake. That's right. Oh, cool. And then we have uh, other competitions at Seattle University uh, as well as Seattle Pacific University. Oh, great. SPU will host our gymnastics. Uh, they are uh, renowned for that and uh, uh, really have all of their employees at both Seattle U and SPU are very involved uh, and so excited to be hosting the events there. And then two other venues, we have uh, bowling up in Kenmore Lanes in Kenmore, and then uh, golf will be at Willow's Run in Redmond. Oh, wow, cool. So we're all over, 40-mile uh, spread of, of this region. And um, you know, so people can look online and find an event they're really interested in and, and go check it out. The dates and the times are all there online, specialolympicsusagames.org. We mentioned the number of athletes and families coming. This is such a big event. You must need a lot of help to put this on, right? That's right. Or is it too late for volunteers? People say, "Oh, I, I love uh, gymnastics. Can I go to the Seattle Pacific and help out somehow?" Is is it too late for volunteers? Or you're all tied up here, or what? Well, the good news is we had a phenomenal response from uh, people in this region to turn out as volunteers. We had a goal of filling ten thousand volunteer shifts. And we are currently at thir- or 15,000 oh, volunteer ships. So it's absolutely been uh, so uh, inspiring to see that turnout. There will be, I think there's a few uh, positions still left online, so you're welcome to, to uh, see if any of those fit your schedule. But uh, if not, the best way to be involved at this point is to either buy a ticket to opening ceremony and help us fill Husky Stadium uh, and be part of that amazing event, or uh, be what we call fans in the stands. And all of those competitions that I just mentioned, they're all free to the public. So you can either come in uh, day of or you can sign up in advance uh, as a fan in the stand. And you can either bring your own cheer cards or signs. Uh, we help, we'll have materials on site. People can make cheer signs and, uh, and really give the recognition and the accolades to those athletes uh, in the uh, competition venues that they deserve. Yeah, that sounds really exciting for people to go to things, like, especially, like I said, if they've got a favorite event that they love, to go watch some of these special athletes uh, perform, um, compete. Compete, and, right. And, man, that just sounds so fun. Yeah, and bring the family. It's a great opportunity to uh, to showcase this uh, uh, the potential for these athletes and the hard work that they've done. And like you said, filling up Husky Stadium, well, I think, boy, the, the two things I want to say – Filling up all those volunteer slots really shows what Seattle's like, and, and I'd right. love to show the rest of the country on TV what Seattle is like in, in cheering on special athletes at the at that opening ceremony. That yeah. would be really cool to it see. It sends Husky's. a strong message. Yeah, $20 is pretty darn cheap to uh, help out or t- to enjoy right. a big event like that. I mean, you mentioned some of that stuff already. Who's going to MC? Has that been announced, uh, that opening ceremony? Yes, other, we have announced it. Other so, keynote speakers, inspirational addresses. What else is going to happen? Lots of happen. 
lots of things happening at the opening ceremony. So uh, uh, singer and actor Tay Diggs will be oh, our master wow. of ceremony. No kidding. He's going to be awesome. Uh, we have a number of uh, high-profile speakers, including Governor Inslee, uh, the chairman of Special Olympics International, uh, Tim Shriver, Eunice Kennedy Shriver's son. And uh, uh, we have uh, my honorary board chair of the USA Games is Brad Smith, president of Microsoft. He'll be speaking, as will the CEO of Microsoft, Satya Nadella. So we've got uh, real high-profile individuals there, but the performers uh, will en- really enhance that Parade of Athletes moment. We've got uh, the uh, renowned uh, EMD DJ Marshmallow, uh, who will, he's just on top of the charts right now. So he'll be a lot of fun to have there. I'm not uh, too up on my electronic dance music, but I'm sure it's going to be awesome. You will uh, love DJ Marshmallow. Okay. But we'll uh, also have uh, Alan Stone, I mentioned earlier, and Wilson from Heart. Oh, excellent. So we've got two locals there. And then our headliner, which is, uh, we are just so pleased to have him participate, is Charlie Puth. And he will be uh, our finale of the show. Oh, great. Um, we are talking, like I said, with Beth Knox. She's the CEO, president of Special Olympics USA Games right here in Seattle, July 1st through the 6th. Uh, I want to talk about some of the other things going on that week. Of course, um, that is 4th of July is going to happen that week. Is there That's any right. uh, cool way that you're going to show these uh, athletes from out of town how Seattle does the 4th of July? Well, you know we love our shows here for, to celebrate the 4th of July. Uh, all the athletes will be having their own Independence Day celebration uh, in Hus- Husky Stadium. Uh, this is an event that's just for the athletes, and uh, their families will be joining them later. Uh, they'll have lots of activities that they'll be able to enjoy. It will culminate with a dance party, and uh, they can watch uh, one of the many shows, of course, in the Seattle region from Husky Stadium. Uh, the one at Gasworks can be seen from there, as well as uh, the ones on Lake Washington. So they'll enjoy it uh, from Husky Stadium, but they uh, will have lots of uh, activities throughout the day. And aren't the uh, there's a Sounders game? I think the night before the Mariners are in town. That we are both of those guys sort of involved. There's like a Special Olympics night, right? I mean, yes. bringing attention to everybody everywhere in the city that's going to say, "Oh yeah, the Special Olympics are in town. I should go to an event." I mean, every one of the uh, the Seattle sports teams are partners with the Special Olympics USA Games. Uh, just tremendous support. So uh, on June 30th, there's a Sounders game, and they will be highlighting Special Olympics uh, USA Games and have athletes there. Uh, and then on Thursday, July 5th, it is uh, Mariner's Night uh, for Special Olympics. And uh, we will have an athlete throw out the first pitch. Uh, and uh, all of the athletes and their families will be attending the Mariners game. So if you want to come and be part of Special Olympics Night at the Mariners, you should definitely go online, buy a ticket, and you can join us there. Boy, that sounds really fun. I mean, a Mariner game in the summer is great, too, but when it's one of those special nights right. and the crowd is full of some, oh, that's uh, that's going to be neat, Beth. How about other unique opportunities for athletes and their families, I don't know, for locals maybe, to meet and learn new things? There's seminars, there's forums throughout town that week, yes? Yes. Uh, So one of the great activities that I would recommend, especially for families, is what we call our Young Athletes Festival. And it will uh, be at Seattle Center on uh, July 2nd and 3rd, and then uh, down in Federal Way for July 4th. 
the Young Athletes Festival is uh, geared toward our youngest athletes, ages two to seven. Oh, that is young. A two-year-old, they can start running. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, every and parent knows it can, at <laughs> they two, start, they do start running. They do. Uh, so this really, it serves multiple purpose, this, this uh, very fun Young Athletes Festival. Uh, number one, it provides uh, an opportunity for families with kids of intellectual disabilities to come and participate in this great activity, fun obstacle course that we're going to build for the kids. Uh, because there's a, a, a strong correlation between cognitive development and uh, motor skill activities when you are doing sport. So that's one of the, the real values of Special Olympics to, uh, to young kids with intellectual disabilities. But we also are inviting families with kids without intellectual disabilities to, to participate in this. It's just going to be a lot of fun. But more importantly, it helps to introduce kids uh, from an early age about the, uh, the value of inclusion and welcoming people uh, of all abilities. Uh, and it's just a great family day at Seattle Center and down in Federal Way. Yeah, that's called the Young Athletes Festival in a couple of different locations. Again, people should look that up online. Parents with young kids that want to be athletes, whether exactly. uh, yeah, whether with intellectual disabilities or not, should right. look the, into this. And also, I wanted to mention one that's going to be in the Seattle Reps Theater. It's called the Future of Inclusion Forum. Right. I want to hear you talk a little bit about that because I'm getting the gist that the goal of Special Olympics isn't just to have athletic games. It's to broaden all of our capacity Right. Uh, about inclusion and tolerance and knowledge and awareness and education. You know, Gary, it really is a movement. Special Olympics is a movement, and it is changing how we think about inclusion, uh, acceptance. How do we uh, bring people of all different abilities into our workplace, our community, on our boards of directors, on our uh, volunteer committees, all of this? And that's one of the things we want to talk about at this Future of Inclusion Forum, we have put the question to a number of young adults from across the country who will be coming here for the USA Games. Uh, what is the what is their concept of inclusion? And so they're going to share some of that at this forum. But we also have uh, a number of thought leaders who will be participating in this forum as well. We have Tim Shriver from Special Olympics. Uh, Brad Smith from Microsoft will be there. And then we also have an interesting uh, addition to the panel, Tig Nataro. She's a stand-up comic uh, oh, yes. and actress. Uh, absolutely amazing. She's got a funny Netflix special. Yeah. Up. I guess she doesn't need me plugging that. But. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, she, she is amazing. And... Uh, she'll be uh, bringing her wife, Stephanie Allen, with her, and they'll be joining us on the panel. And the idea is to really talk about, uh, you know, we're already an inclusive region here. We, I think we can agree to that. But there's so much more we should and could be doing. Uh, so what does that look like? And we'll have those conversations. We'll hear from parents of kids with intellectual disabilities and talking about uh, uh, the needs and opportunities so that we can really put that into action. Yeah, you know, um, I guess the more learning, the more sharing of ideas, uh, the closer we become, you know, <laughs> one, I guess. I don't know. I'm yes, talking big a, here, I guess, for no real reason. <laughs> uh, well, it's about something that's bigger than each of well, us it individually. Is. Uh, okay, so I can get away with it there. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, gosh, uh, we're talking with Beth Knox. Beth, we're going to run out of time before too long. I want to make sure I get to the closing ceremonies and then kind of the uh, like I said, the legacy, we sort of touched right. on that, but the closing ceremonies, the when and the where of that, and what that might look like for folks. Well, it, it, 
first of all, if you whether you come to opening ceremony or not, uh, we encourage the community to show out show up um, at uh, Lake Union Park, which is in South Lake Union, right next to the Museum of History and Industry. Uh, and come to closing ceremony. This is where we can really demonstrate the concept of inclusion and uh, come out to send off the athletes, wish them uh, congratulations and farewell. Uh, We'll have a a, a short ceremony where we extinguish the flame of hope and lower the Special Olympics flag, and we're going to hand the baton off to the 2022 Games. But we also have entertainment uh, from Hey Marseille, the local regional band here that's just fabulous, and lots of activities in Lake Union Park where you can uh, participate in these activities with your friends, with the athletes, get to know them if you haven't connected with them already, and uh, and really just celebrate what a great event we've had. Wow, that that does sound cool because, uh, yeah, that that time of year, July 6th, though this will be, right? Yes. Uh, Friday evening. South Lake Union is a pretty cool place to be. That park and the view there, um, gosh, it's nice. It'll be beautiful. Seven o'clock at night, uh, gorgeous evening on Lake Union. That, and that's so. That's when Seattle is at its best with its warm summer nights, and, and it seems like the sun doesn't quite want to go down. You exactly. spend all night, yeah, at night having a good time. Oh, again, more information on that, it's got to be online, right? Yes. SpecialOlympicsUSAGames.org. That's correct. Right. Okay. So uh, what else do we want to say before we wrap it up here about uh, either Special Olympics games coming to Seattle or special athletes or parents or inclusion or residents of Seattle? Well, I mean, take it away, Beth. Well, I mean, I'll leave you. it wide open there because that's there's a big topic. Yeah. Well, there is one other event that I want to encourage people to participate in, uh, and it actually starts uh, before all the athletes arrive. Uh, on Friday, June 29, uh, from 4 to 8 p.m. down at CenturyLink Field, uh, we are having what's called the ESPN Special Olympics Unified Sports Challenge. Oh. It's a mouthful, but it's, a, it, it's the challenge to, uh, to bring people with and without intellectual disabilities together in a really fun environment. So teams of four can sign up. It's a $250 registration fee. All the proceeds benefit Special Olympics USA Games. And we will pair you with what we call our local celebrities, a law enforcement officer, someone from the fire department, or uh, even some of our USA Games ambassadors who will be uh, on hand to support uh, those teams. And, And then ultimately, of course, a Special Olympics athlete will be paired with every one of those teams. And so you will uh, rotate through activity stations. They're all very fun. There's great music playing. And at the same time, you're earning points to win prizes. And, uh, and really just enjoy the camaraderie with uh, our Special Olympics athletes. Boy, that does sound like a lot of fun. Say that again. So it's at CenturyLink Field the 29th of June. June 29, uh, from 4 to 8 p.m., uh, you can go to, again, our uh, website at specialolympicsusagames.org to register uh, and register your team of four, and we'll we'll do the rest of the work, and you show up and have a great time. That will be it. That sounds really cool. What a great idea. It's going to be fun. Um, and, gosh, so we do have to wrap it up here, but the, the Special Olympics USA Games coming to Seattle, um, Seattle's, I mean, this is a big deal. So right. you guys have been preparing for this a long time. There's a lot of work. How many people have been like on these committees and boards and to, oh, to get all hundreds this stuff? And, and uh, really for about three years now, uh, from the board of directors to our volunteers and to our staff, uh, so many people have been involved. And, you know, the the thing that I think is, is most significant at this point is this concept of inclusion. And I, I you know, I keep coming back to that uh, when 
uh, Brad Smith from Microsoft first helped kick off the USA Games back in uh, May of 2016. He said uh, that his goal was that by the time the games were done, that Seattle would be uh, serving as an example of a few, of a city of inclusion. And I tell you, that has just resonated like nothing I've ever seen. And now we're really expanding that to be a region of inclusion. That's who we are. It's part of our core values. And being able to demonstrate that, to live it, to uh, integrate it into our community in a, in a meaningful way, uh, that, that's something we all can be very proud of. Well, uh, that, that does sound great. Thank you so much for, for sharing that with us. Uh, we've been talking today with uh, Beth Knox. She's the president and CEO of the Special Olympics USA Games coming to Seattle July 1st through the 6th. Uh, thank you so much for coming in and sharing it with us. Uh, you're so busy these last few weeks, the last three years, it sounds like. And uh, gosh, I want to say a bigger thanks to all the athletes coming to Seattle for the Special Olympics Games USA to entertain us and, and just make us all root for them as a community. And They're inspiring, a, no yeah. question. Thank you so much. I am Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.